What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. If you think wearables are just about counting steps, wait until you meet my guest today. Kate Greer is the chief evangelist at Aura Ring, a wellness computer disguised as a ring designed to help you sleep and perform better. In a market suddenly saturated with wrist-based wearables, Aura Ring stands out. First, because it doesn't announce itself as wearable tech. The bold design made of ceramic zirconia looks like a ring you could buy at a jewelry store or a boutique. Unlike other smart rings on the market, which are focused on delivering notifications, messages sent to your smartphone, Aura Ring helps you take a look inside, giving you a better picture of your physiology through the lens of sleep. We all innately know that we could be sleeping more, but unless you've been to a sleep clinic, you may not consider how the length and quality of your rest impacts your daily mood and performance. Wearables that count our steps have become ubiquitous, but Kate Greer believes sleep is the next frontier. Soon, consumer wearables won't just track our run, they'll also track our REM. It's an interesting conversation, and it starts right now. So, Kate, welcome to the show. Thanks, Amanda. It's lovely to see you again. Nice to see you. Uh, so, the last time we saw each other was CES. How was your CES? It was amazing. You know, it, it was it was a great opportunity for the team to all be together and to just be in the middle of this incredible room of wearables with, you know, thousands of devices that measure you in so many different ways. And it's just, it's a really exciting category. And I feel like we have a really unique product offering within it yeah. um, and one that's really differentiated. So it was really exciting to see all the people coming to our booth and excited about the ring. They'd seen it at the Innovation Awards and it was really, it was just really wonderful and validating for, for everyone on the team to have such positive response. That's great. CS was such a blur for me. It was oh, so gosh. busy. So I guess we'll start with, for those who don't know about Aura Ring, tell us about it. Sure. So Aura Ring is, it's a personal wellness computer in the form of a ring. We like to say that it's a, it's a computer that's cleverly disguised as a ring. And it um, is designed to measure your sleep and your activity. And it uses that information to help you um, improve your mental and physical performance. And so how does Aura Ring... Well, let's actually start with what is the ring made of, the material, since this so, podcast will describe yeah, as best sure. as possible. And of course, as always, we'll put pictures up on the website. Sure. Um, but yeah, what's it made out of? So it's made of a very durable ceramic. It's a zirconia ceramic. And it's been tested both from heat, cold, and impact. So it's scratch resistant, and uh, you can swim with it. You can take it down to 50 meters if you want. Oh, it's waterproof. Yes, it's waterproof. So really, it was designed so that you could wear it continuously because by wearing it continuously, it gets the most holistic picture of you, both from the activity that you're doing and then your sleep, which is when you're recovering from that activity because it's designed to help you achieve balance between those two things. And so we, we know that there are some other smart rings on the market right now. How do you see Aura Ring as differentiating itself? Yeah, I mean, most of the other rings and, and a lot of the other wearables in the market are more about alerting you to things that are happening in your world, not necessarily in yourself. And I think, especially with the rings, most of the rings are more about telling you if you got a text message. This ring is really about your internal data signals. It's telling you about how you're sleeping and what kind of sleep you're getting, not just how many hours, but when you're in deep light and REM sleep, what your lowest resting heart rate is at night, 
what kind of activity you're doing and how well the sleep you're getting is allowing you to recover from that activity. And the best part about it for me is it's telling me, is today a good day to push yourself? Is today a good day to take it easy? And it, it's become a trusted advisor to me that gives me personalized guidance that helps me know what I should be doing to optimize my both my mental and physical performance and, and so also how to get better sleep. And so how long have you been wearing yours? So I was introduced to the company by a friend who was one of their Kickstarter backers, who was my neighbor up in Sonoma County. And she was an early tester of it because she has chronic fatigue syndrome. And she said, oh, you know, you should meet them and you should be a beta tester because I do a lot of user experience work in technology. So I met them and we just fell in love and I, I got a ring after the first week <laughs> because I decided I wanted to work for them. I really, I was so inspired by what they were trying to do. You know, I, I have done a lot of work in technology over the last 23 years and it's, it's always exciting to bring new products to markets that are revolutionizing things. But for me, I wanted to work on something that really was in keeping with my values, which is really about looking inward and understanding yourself and doing work on yourself, including yoga and other things, meditation. And this ring was really very much in keeping with that sort of philosophy and, and the practice of trying to practice mindfulness to try to improve myself. So it was nice to bring together the two halves of my life. It used to be that technology was a trade-off from things like yoga, whereas this product brings together my interest in, in trying to create balance in my life. Yeah, it's interesting that you described it as a trusted advisor because I think that a lot of people who have worn other wearables for a long time don't see it as a trusted advisor. They would see it as a distraction mm -hmm. or something that has to be maintained all the time mm -hmm. and babysat. So yes. it's uh, it's interesting that it's something that you mentioned is introspective mm -hmm. and um, also doesn't announce itself no. as technology to other people. It's not right. something that's going to distract you from your dinner conversation. Right. Sp speaking of technology, what is the technology inside of it that allows it to do things like measure the depth of your sleep. Sure. So, and and this sort of, you had another question that I thought I might answer first in, in to get to that is the, the reason that it's a ring is that we wanted to get the best data signal for measuring sleep at a medically accurate level. So to measure sleep, whether you're in deep light and REM sleep, normally it takes a sleep lab with a lot of very expensive equipment to do that. We realized that through a lot of the research that has gone into this product, there's like 30 years of research that has gone into this product on sleep and physiology. You have uh, pulses on the back of your finger that are very strong. They emit a strong signal, and it's a great point on your body from which to read the signal of your heart wave for your pulse waveform. Hmm. And so um, we we chose the ring. You know, when you go to the hospital and you have um, you have a pulse oximeter on the end of your finger, and one of the great places to put the, put a, a sensor is on on your lower down your finger so we designed the ring and we wanted it to be as unobtrusive as possible we wanted you to feel like it was part of you so um so inside it has um infrared leds that are that are measuring your pulse waveform on the arteries on the back of your finger it has an accelerometer um, and it also has a temperature sensor that senses the temperature of your skin and it actually has a computer inside of it so it has a cpu inside of it so there's a great deal of technology that is packed into a very small form factor i can't believe that it's all in that small <laughs> ring now there's a computer in there that actually can collect the data for up to three weeks mm -hmm. because it is it does pair with the phone mm -hmm. but what i like about it is that it's not 
phone dependence. Yes, Maybe you could talk not. about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so once you pair it with your phone, you can actually, as long as you keep the ring charged, it will store data for about three weeks um, without syncing with the phone. Obviously, the phone is where you visualize the data about the, about your sleep and your activity and your readiness. So, you know, the, the app on the phone is a, is a great companion to the product. But the nice thing about the ring is it feels like a ring. You know, I don't I don't feel like it's, it's not buzzing, it's not flashing. Um, because it's infrared, you don't see it like you do on some wearables. There are a lot of wearables out there where somebody will move their wrist and all of a sudden I get green light flashing at me. Um, this the design goal was really to blend it as seamlessly as possible with you and your lifestyle. And I I think the test for me of a wearable is would I wear it if it did nothing? And this product meets that criteria. Very few. I don't actually know of another product on the market that meets the criteria of would I wear it if it did nothing. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so it's available in, is it three colors? Yes. So the first generation um, is available in um, a mirror black, an arctic white. Those are glossy black and glossy white. And then this is the limited edition stealth black that I'm wearing. And it's very unisex. Yes. And, you know, it's very modern. You know, the, the background of it is um, our head of design, Kari Kivella, um, collaborated with a very famous Finnish designer, Hari Koskinen, who's designed a lot of um, beautiful products at the MoMA and other other places. Um, and so it has this beautiful modern design aesthetic. It's unisex. It can be worn on any finger. Um, it's It was actually optimized to be worn on the index finger, but it can be worn on any finger of either hand. And so what have you learned about yourself by wearing it? Well, you know, that's been the most interesting thing. I think of, of any product that I've ever used, this product has taught me more about myself and my sleep and my habits, and it helps me make better decisions, more informed decisions. What I've learned is that I learned what kind of sleep I'm getting. It used to be that, you know, I'd be in bed for eight hours and I wouldn't feel rested and I wouldn't know why. Now I can look at it and I can understand, well, I was really restless. My ring actually tells me through the app that I had a lot of wake-ups or it notices my movement through the accelerometer at night. And so it knows when my sleep is restless versus um, sound. It also knows when I'm in deep light and REM sleep, which is something that there's a lot of wearables on the market that talk about sleep measurement, but we've actually spent a lot of time working with sleep labs and sleep clinicians and researchers to ensure that we're as accurate as you can be outside of a sleep lab. And that's really been our driving differentiator is to try to get as much, as, as great accuracy as possible. And so what I've learned is that <laughs> drinking wine at night is not the best thing for me, especially red wine, and also eating meals right before bed. Our, our lifestyles have shifted towards eating later. And when you think about where our ancestors came from, when we were in tune with circadian rhythms and living in the forest, you know, you would wake up at dawn and, and you would be in bed, you know, very soon after dark. And you, your eating was shifted up earlier in the day. We're now eating at eight or nine at night and we go to bed a couple hours after that. Your body is still metabolizing. And so instead of being resting and recovering from mental and physical challenges, you're doing digestion in your system. And so that produces less than restful sleep and your recovery isn't as great. The other thing that you learn is about the lowest resting heart rate that you had. I've never really tracked my heart rate. I've always known that I've had a fairly low heart rate. But what's interesting is that if you have a low heart rate at night, 
and it reaches the lowest level at the midpoint of your sleep, you tend to feel more rested because um, you have as many hours as possible after that point to benefit from that low resting heart rate. The nights where my heart rate is higher are nights where I'm not as rested, and that's usually because of a late meal or a glass of wine or something that I chose to do that I've now learned has an impact. And so that's what's interesting is you learn about what the impacts of, of your decisions are. Hmm. So uh, how long I hope does... that wasn't too geeky. No, that's, that's, that's really interesting. I mean, I want one. I love the way that the, the white one looks. I think that's the one I yes, tried on. I know. So I'm excited to get my own and learn these things uh, for myself because I haven't... I've seen the ring. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much of the app and the sort of the, the information behind sure. it. Sure. One, one more thing, actually, yeah. that, that I've learned and I, or that how, how it's affected me is that you know it's it also does activity monitoring uh, i would say sleep is our foundation but we are also trying to help you understand how you're recovered from your activity so we do track activity as well including steps and movement what it's made me realize is that it's made me more active i and i think this is true about a lot of wearables when you start wearing them it's made me go out and and make more of an effort to walk to get up more regularly when i'm when i'm working when i'm you know out and about i'm i'm much more conscious of how active i am and i've i've seen the results in my um activity graphs which has been great so i suppose if you're looking at the information seeing oh i was actually sitting for five or six hours yeah. that's not that's not well, because you don't you don't realize you know we we live this lifestyle of like screens and we're sitting a lot or driving or especially in california and I live in the middle of the woods in a beautiful place and, and I now to make it a practice of getting up and going for walks and it's, it's been, it's actually had a really positive effect on me. Great. And so it, you do have to charge it, yes. but the charge lasts for? Two to three days depending on how much you sleep. So the biggest drain on the battery is measuring your pulse waveform continuously at night. So that's where if you sleep longer, then you know you have a shorter battery life. But it's two to two to three days, and it charges in, in thirty to sixty minutes. So it's not a long time charging. In in the box, that yes, comes it with. has a little ring box. Yeah, great. And so when I spoke with you at CES, the Aura Ring was a fully funded project on Kickstarter and was in the process of delivering rings to early backers. So yes. where are you now? So we are we've we've been working through a lot of manufacturing challenges, but we've cha- we've solved them all, which is very exciting. We've uh, this is a hugely innovative product, so as you can imagine, there's a lot of challenges in getting it right and scaling it. And so that has been successfully accomplished. And so we're now shipping out rings um, in in much greater quantities to Kickstarter backers, and we hope to have finished doing that by the end of the month. So uh, the end of the month of March. So that's exciting. And we're also taking pre-orders. So we're taking orders from rings directly from the website today. Um, We're also in beta retail, which is a really um, innovative retailer down in Palo Alto, where you can go and experience early stage companies' products live, which is great. And, you know, we're working on, you know, working with a lot of sleep researchers and sleep clinicians to learn more about how the ring can be used to, you know, measure sleep more accurately. And so if people want one, they can go to it's AuraRing.com. Yes, AuraRing.com, O-U-R-A-R-I-N-G.com. And how much are they retailing for right now? So they are two ninety nine for the Mirror Black and Arctic White and four ninety nine for the Stealth Black. Great. 
And so that's actually really affordable for compared to some of the other wearables yeah. on the market. Yeah. That's great. Well, and as I said, it, it's a beautiful ring. You know, I, I feel like it it fits with my style. You, you asked whether, you know, what people's reactions to it was. You know, I think it's obviously a very modern design. So there have been some people that want more conservative styles, and those are definitely things we're thinking about as we explore future generations. But overall, people really love it. And we're starting to get early Kickstarter backers who are getting their rings now or are reporting how they're how they're liking them. And uh, it's really it's really been great, quite gratifying to get their posts and updates about how, how much they love it. So. And I imagine that you're considering all that feedback into the next iteration. Yes. So community is going to be a big part of our strategy. Um, my background is in user-centric design and usability. And so we really view getting you know feedback from our early users as so critical because it has to be personalized and individualized. And so to do that, we need as many data samples as we can to understand how people are using the ring, how they want it to be better, and what else what else it can do for them. So that's very exciting. That's really neat. So we've, we've talked a lot about the... the the tech and the um, what, it, what it's going to do for you. I want to talk about the fashion a little mm-hmm. bit. So how did the company land on the form factor of the ring? Yeah, I mean, I think their goal was design something that people would wear continuously. That was really the primary design goal. And in order to make it something that people would wear continuously, you really needed to blend it in with their lives. The goal was to minimize how techy it felt and to make it fit seamlessly with your style and seamlessly with your body and to make it durable enough that you didn't have to take it off. You know, a lot of people take their rings off because they're worried about them. Mm-hmm. I, I swim with it. I sleep with it. I wash my hands with it. I, you know, I do everything with it, and I don't think about it. it doesn't, it's not like something that I worry about. And I think from a fashion standpoint... It fits my style, and I really like that. It comes from, you know, I mean, Finland and, and Scandinavia in general, uh, you know, is, is a source of such incredible design. I mean, there's so many talented designers in Finland and, and Hari Koskinen being one of them, but our own our own Kari Kivela, the, the head of our design, um, is very talented. And, and it's just, it's amazing to see products like this coming out of Scandinavia. Yeah, I mean, talk about wearables as a sort of extension of yourself, right? Yes. You're saying you're always wearing it. Yes. So tell us about the app then. Is it uh, iOS, Android? So we have an iOS app that's available in the App Store. We have an early version of our Android app. So the iOS app tracks your sleep, your activity, and has this concept of readiness, which is uh, it's a sort of proprietary algorithm that assesses, based on your quality of your sleep, how, how recovered you are from the mental and physical loads that you've been under. And so the early version of the Android app is really just a sleep tracker right now. Um, we expect the full version to be um, coming out in April. So we're very excited about that. And so I want to talk about you a little bit now. Tell me about your role as chief evangelist. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, at an early stage company, I, I, I jokingly say it's my job title should be whatever it takes because that's how I approach it. But as an evangelist, you know, your job is it's to connect with people that could be for helping to find investors. It could be helping to find talent, it could be helping to find customers. It has to do with communication and marketing it, it, and events. Um, it really, there are no boundaries, <laughs> whatever it takes. I also get involved in user experience. So helping the team uh, ensure that the product makes sense in the United States. So there's a certain amount of sort of local knowledge there. And, and, and then, you know, writing, 
writing copy. I mean, I do I do a wide variety of things. Um, really do like, it all. And well, you know, any startup that's you wear a lot of hats, and I actually thrive on those kind of jobs. So it's been it's been a wonderful wonderful job so far, and. I, I really am so in awe of, of the caliber of people that are working on the team. You know, they're very, um, they have a great integrity and they really are not, they're not about hype. You know, you meet a lot of companies in Silicon Valley that, that talk a big game, but, uh, you know, I really, for me, it's about substance and um, this is one of the, the best companies I've ever worked for. So it's been really great. But even though it's not about hype, there's been a lot of coverage. Yes. Well, and we've gotten amazing coverage and it's been so wonderful for us to get the reception that we have in the market already. Um, just from Kickstarter, we had a really successful Kickstarter campaign. We had an amazing CES to, you know, to get the level of traffic and exposure that we got as a tiny company in a huge room of wearables. It was really very exciting and we got some really wonderful press. You got an award at CES. Yes, yes, we did. We got, we won an innovation award and we were, got mentioned in two other categories. So we got three of them all together, I think. And so it's just been really exciting for us and you know, we, we just see nothing but huge opportunities ahead. So I have to ask, what's next for Aura Ring? <laughs> you know, as I said, we're working on the next generation designs because it's, you know, it's a fashion, it's fashion as well as tech. So not only is the tech changing and there's more opportunities for the ring to do more for you, but there's also opportunities for it to be in a different form. So we're looking at different styles and different materials, which is very exciting. We will be continuously improving the app. Like like many companies, you know, the, the goal is to do iterative development on it so that we learn from our customers and we respond to their needs. So that's what we're going to be working on. We're also working on collaborations with a lot of sleep clinics and leading sleep clinics and sleep researchers to validate the data and improve the algorithms, but also to assess its medical applications. Right now, it's not we're not looking for FDA approval. We're not an FDA-approved device. We're really focusing on the consumer market, but it's got a lot of um, benefits for for um, people, uh, for doctors. Uh, for example, like a sleep clinician who normally gets to see their patient in a one-hour or one-night setting in a sleep lab can actually get longitudinal data about their patients outside the lab to understand what their sleeping patterns look like outside the lab, what are their activity levels look like. There's a, you can imagine there's a lot of um, interest from pharmaceutical companies and, and other medical and health um, company, healthcare companies in this kind of data to see how it shows the efficacy of their products and services. So. Yeah, absolutely. One final question that I like to ask everybody who's on the show as someone working at the crosshairs of fashion and technology, what do you think technology can learn from fashion and vice versa? What do you think uh, fashion can learn from technology? Well, I think technology, uh, you know, has to learn, and, and we've certainly applied this, you know, so how, how a fashion company goes from concept to, you know, to the hanger that you see in the store, there's a lot of iteration there. And we've been iterating a lot to get from sort of the goal of a medically accurate sleep device down to something that you would wear on your finger that looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's that sort of an iterative process of, of continually evolving your ideas and, and, and making them real. That is something that we, we definitely are, are doing that's analogous to what fashion does. I think the, from the other standpoint, I think there's a lot of tech companies that are making things that are on your body that are really too techy. And I, as, as a consumer and as a female especially, 
I wouldn't wear most of them. And I feel like it's they're, they're, the tech is too obvious or too obtrusive. And it really should fit with you. It should, it should feel like part of you. And as I said, I think the Aura Ring is, is the only product that I've seen in the market that I feel meets that criteria. It's something that I would wear even if it did nothing. Yeah, because it's interesting. I mean, even the companies that went after the fitness crowd are now realizing that if you really want to get an accurate picture of your fitness, you're going to want to wear it all day, and yes. therefore it has to you know, go with your evening wear. That's why right. we saw Fitbit come out with the Ulta, for example, right. trying to have that more right. stylish edge. You know, I think the last thing I would say is, is, you know, I think activity has been a really popular topic. Everybody's been talking about steps for a while. I'm now sensing that sleep is the next horizon, that, that people, I'm seeing more articles about sleep. You know, you saw Ariana Huffington publish a book and do a lot of talks about um, the importance of sleep to performance in a business setting. I think sleep is something that is, is becoming an, a sort of an epidemic issue for people. There's, you know, an epidemic of apnea due to obesity and all those other things, but also just people not getting good sleep because of screen time and stimulants and all the other things in our daily lives, you know, artificial lights, all the things that are in our modern world mm -hmm. that are affecting our sleep. And I think products like Aura can really help us adapt ourselves better to our modern lives. Instead of letting them control us, um, it will give us the tools to help us understand how to adjust our environments to get the sleep we need so that we're able to perform at our best. And that's really, in the end, what everybody wants. I think, you know, in, in, in tech especially, that's people's driving goal is how can I do more? Mm -hmm. But I think you want to you work smarter, not just harder. And I think that's, that's what we're trying to do is to help you know when it's time to push, when it's time to rest, and to trust that the ring will be a good guide for that. Great. Well, thank you so much, Kate. I really appreciate it. It was lovely talking to you. That was my conversation with Kate Greer, recorded in San Francisco. She's the chief evangelist at Aura Ring. Check them out at AuraRing.com. That's O-U-R-A. As always, we have photos to accompany this podcast on ElectricRunway.com. For the latest in fashion tech, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram and now Snapchat at Electric underscore Runway. We also have some new and exciting events listed. Electric Runway will have an interactive installation at Fashion Art Toronto. More details on this will be announced Monday. We're also going to be the media sponsor for the Fashion Tech Summit in London, as well as a shaded view of fashion on film. For more information on all of these events, check out electricrunway.com slash upcoming. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Jeff Kale.